Thanks for checking out the Generosity Labs podcast. Generosity and giving as it relates to the church is one of the biggest and most important conversations we can have across faith communities. That's why we're here. On the Generosity Labs podcast, hosted by Kenny Jang, we will talk to pastors, consultants, service providers, and other church leaders. We're going to discuss the current trends, models, and best practices for developing giving as a robust part of your community life and how you can get a culture of generosity to flourish from the inside out. Join us every week right here for the Generosity Labs podcast. Check out www.generositylabs.org for more details and fantastic free resources made available just for you and your church. Hey everybody, I'm Kenny Jang, host of the Generosity Labs podcast. Thank you for joining us today as we travel across the country meeting with church leaders that have gotten the vision for digital giving and installing a culture of generosity in their community. Today we're fortunate to have um, a guest here today from Tennessee, Matt Allen. Welcome to the show, Matt. Hey, thanks for having me, Kenny. So Matt, uh, let me just go over your bio. It's fantastic. We've got uh, you as a creative arts pastor at Thompson Station Church, father of three girls, uh, Baylor University alumni, which I can forgive because you are a Duke basketball fanatic. Uh, I'm a blue devil myself. So um, <laughs> yes, uh, we need to talk basketball after this. Thank God it's not March Madness uh, during our conversation. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it says that your soapboxes include all people are creative, good soundtracks matter, and Bluebell ice cream. Tell me about that last one. It's the best ice cream brand. You know, not everybody in the country has it. So, yeah, it's, it's a Texas thing. So I was born and raised in Texas. Ah. But it, if you're going to buy ice cream from the grocery store, it's the brand to get. Once a Texan, always a Texan. Yeah. Um, so let's get right into it. You are at Thompson Station Church, which is a little bit south of Franklin and Nashville in Tennessee, uh, a right. little ways off from Texas. Tell us a little bit about your role and the church there. If we were to come into your church and visit on a Sunday, um, yeah. What does it look like? What are the what's the demographics and the feel and the vibe of your church? Sure. Yeah. I mean, we're we're definitely a family focused. I mean, it, it's a fairly large church. You know, just kind of depending on the background, there could be anywhere um, from fourteen hundred to eighteen hundred people here on a given Sunday. We've got three services. Uh, we've got one um, satellite campus, a, a campus just south of us in Columbia, Tennessee. Nice. Um, so those happen at the same time. Um, there's just a lot of great energy and, you know, very, um, you know, current worship style, you know, relatable teaching. Uh, and we're really big on, you know, getting into serve in some way with whether you're serving kind of the next generation with younger um, ages or you're serving alongside with Adult Connect groups. So, you know, once you're plugged into one of those teams or both, uh, that's really when you kind of start to feel a part of the Thompson Station Church family is once nice. you kind of come around nice. and focus. Yeah, I love seeing ministers where you're teaching people to put their faith into action, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so tell us a little bit about the role of the creative arts pastor. What do you oversee sure. and you know, how does your week work? Sure. Yeah, there's a lot of different things moving for every week. So I have the privilege of leading kind of our communications team, uh, our worship teams, and our technology team. So that's just kind of a natural fit for how we as those three areas kind of interweave and work together throughout the week. Um, but primary responsibilities are just working with our teams for the weekend experience, you know, right. working with um, our senior pastor for sermon series and just kind of um, just how visually we want to represent that or whether it's video projects that are featured again on the weekend or just maybe other ways. 
Um, and so all the different pieces of, you know, social media and, you know, communication things to branding to helping with the website, um, all, all those things kind of wrapped into one right. and working with we're a team of staff on our church, but then also raising up volunteers to help utilize as well to help help their gifts kind of reflect the same message that we're showing. That's awesome. That's an ever-changing landscape in your role. Yeah. Um, and so that's one of the things we're talking about today, right? It, it's We're talking about giving and the offering right. plate and the fact that your churches, uh, one of the churches that have taken the leap of faith and gone into um, online and digital mobile giving. Um, sure. Tell us a little bit about that. Um, does it happen only on your website? Does it happen in your services? What does that look like in your church? Right. So we're we when I came on staff, we were obviously giving the traditional route, you know, via you know check or uh, cash or however that meant, like in the in the traditional envelope, you know, in the in the services, you know, or anytime throughout the week. We still have those envelopes. We've adjusted them a little bit, but that's always a method um, to collect, you know, giving donations from people in our community and our church. Um, and then there were we had online giving as well. So that very similar to kind of like an online banking or online any kind of donation. You've got a username and password. It's all secure. Um, and then even you can schedule reoccurring payments if you just don't even want to worry about it, just like you would automate any other bill or donation you may have uh, that you give to each month. So those were in place. And about a year ago, um, we actually launched. We researched for a while some good partners to use uh, for text giving and um, we launched probably about this time last year just another option to give, which would be text giving, just because so much of our communication is done via text message. Yeah. Uh, and so we just wanted to really offer that option. And for me, um, I was actually at a conference. We were talking about it and thinking through what just a simple way. I was actually at a conference um, and had the opportunity to text give at that conference. And it was so simple. That was one of the, I found out who the company was and I said, this is something that I want to review to see if it's going to be a good fit for our church. Nice. Um, what, what company was And that? it happened to be that after we talked through everything and reviewed everything, it actually was, there were several other companies that we looked at, but, um, we used Kindred ah, and, okay. uh, they were, they were the best fit for what we needed um, and how we wanted to roll it out. Gotcha. And I think Kindred has their smart giving solution, or that's the name of their product or service, right? Right. They, they call it smart giving, and then we, you can kind of customize it based on church if that, if that resonates, but we just wanted to make it clear. We, we always refer to it as text giving. Good. Uh, so because we do have online giving in place, and so we just want to be real cl crystal clear with our language of how we do that. So we rolled it out um, about a year ago, and really – for the first couple of weeks, we knew that rollout was important. We didn't want to just mention it in the bulletin or yeah. put a flyer up on campus. We really did take time uh, from our senior pastor in the service to say, hey, guys, we just wanted to offer another simple way for you to give and just oh, to wow. make it for you. And so we actually had you know, a kind of a little demo. So, and we saw it from another church, another church kind of rolled it out that way. And we said, Hey, that, that looks good. I think that would go over well with our people. And so while our senior pastor, you know, he got out his phone, he said, I want you guys to kind of follow along with me. I'm going to show you how easy this is. And, and he liked to kind of joke with himself to say, if I can do this, you can, do it. you know, so <laughs> yes. if me and my non tech savvy self, I mean, he can basically, if you can send a text message, uh, you can do it. So you right. do, obviously, you do need a smartphone. You know, you couldn't text it from a non-smartphone. Uh, but most, we know that most of our people and most of our church, we see them following along, you know, making notes on their smartphone or, you know, following along with our Bible app outline. So, so we were already talking that way, you know, anyways. And we knew that there was that that 
that basically that was already a part of our culture. So you planned it in a service to explicitly call it out and explain it, and the senior yeah. pastor was the one that did it. Yes, and, and it was probably around the offering time and just said, hey, here's just another option. And I want to say, Kenny, the first couple of times we did it, we even just said, hey, just test it out and just text a dollar, you know, just so you oh, can kind that's of... that's a good out. idea. You know, just so there's no, before you tithe, you know, before you put your what your normal giving amount be or a larger a gift, we just said, let me show you this. So our senior pastor walked through and said, this is what you do. Here's the four steps, you know? So we created some visuals that were real simple that just was like text, you know, this number, text any amount to this number, you know, hit send, you're going to get sent back the link to complete. You Once you complete that link with your name and your card information, that's all you have to do. So the next, you know, the first step is kind of the longest step. Yeah. And so as he was talking, we showed on the video screen what it looked like with the bubbles going back and forth just to really give a good visual of what this looked like. And so we said, we invite you to join with us now and try it. You can just text a dollar just to see how this works. And if you, if it's convenient for you, if you like to give this way, it's just as secure as online giving and it, it's super easy. So once you complete that form, the next time you want to give, all you have to do literally is you know, text that number, dollar amount, confirm this amount, you're done. Gotcha. You know, just so easy. What, what was the, well, even before we go to the reaction, how, so you did it more than one Sunday. You repeated yeah. it or a couple times. Yes. Yeah. I think for two or three Sundays in a row, um, we, and it may have been four Sundays in a row, we, we mentioned it clearly. And I say, you know, probably two out of those three was our senior pastor on the front or back end of that may have been somebody else as they were kind of welcoming and giving yep. an announcement. Hey, we're so excited. We've got this new avenue for you to give. So if this resonates with you and it's easy to do that with text messaging, if that's part of your world, we invite you to do that. If not, you can completely give however you're comfortable traditionally, you know, through a check or cash or with online giving if you'd rather do that, you know, so, um, and we just left it open like that. So it was, it was very well received. I mean, of course you're going to get kind of some questions around, is it secure? I don't know, but that's why we wanted to kind of really lower the bar and just say, Hey, just test this out and you can see how this works. Just text a dollar, you know, if you want just to kind of see. Right. So those questions about concerns are obviously expected, but what about sure. any real pushbacks? Like, no, you shouldn't be encouraging credit card usage or pulling cell phones out in the middle of church as a heretical or nothing like that. Yeah, no, for the most part, no. I mean, I think that, you know, we we do, you know, encourage to say, hey, we would love for this to be connected to your debit card. You know, we don't want anybody to go in debt. That's not what we're encouraging. But most of the time when you're giving online or even traditionally via check, it's pulling from your checking yes. account. So we would just say, we would encourage you to, you know, set up that same format as it is with text giving. So it's just real easy. And honestly, I've heard a lot of comments about people saying, hey, that was kind of fun, you know? So if giving, you know, you're busy. You've got three kids, and my, you know I've got three kids in my family. Sunday mornings can be hectic. We all know. Um, that's when everything in the world that can go wrong—wardrobes, everything, dog food, all that kind of stuff—in <laughs> the mix. And so, getting your checkbook, you know, as a part of what you're doing on Sunday morning is easy to slip through the cracks. I mean, honestly, for me, I don't even carry my Bible, my physical Bible, usually with yeah. me on Sunday morning because I follow along on my phone. So we knew that we could see that more and more. And so if just as an offer of convenience to say, you can do this just as simple as a text and it, you know, you don't have to worry about logging into a website or anything like that. And, it, and all the back end is completely secure. Nice. 
Now let's talk about your role as communication. So I want to dig a little bit deeper. Where are the other places in the universe of Thompson Station Church yeah. do people ever get prompted with that call to action? Do you actually print it in your bulletin? Um, do you actually mention it every week now during your offering time? Does it yeah. physically, literally get mentioned that you can text either, you can either you know, give in the offering plate or uh, text online? Or how does that actually manifest itself literally? Sure. Well, in that first season, really kind of in that first year and probably for the first six months, it was pretty uh, loud in a lot of places, whether it was campus sure. post. You know, we have some, you know, clean posters that are in our restrooms or around campus that just said text giving now available, you know, try it out and see. Here's the number. Here's how it works. You know, just a good visual to show people what it looked like. So that combination with that um, social media pushes. Um, we have announcement slides that run before and after the services, and depending on what's going on in the the Sunday service, they roll through while the offering goes as well. Okay. So um, that visual was always there, usually during the offering time, unless something else may be in its place for that week. Um, and then at the time, we were also doing kind of some video announcements, and so we would add that in as well. Hey, text giving is now available at Thompson Station Church. It's as simple as sending a text, and it's just as secure as online banking. You know that kind of thing. So for some of our internal people felt like they heard it a lot over and over again, but that was intentional, you know? And so we probably backed off now that it's been in place for about a year. Um, you know, you, you may see some things kind of different seasonality, you know, Kendra did a really great job if they would offer you tools to say, Hey, here's kind of a generic template and you can edit it, you know, right. or here's one that's skewed a little bit towards summertime, just like, Hey, summertime, don't forget text giving is still available. And so you could add that in there. Um, and, what and about that your website, do you, does your website yeah. prompt that yeah, website, you know, so we, we last year at this time we had a different template. And so we've relaunched our website and kind of reskinned it all and rebranded it. And so it's still on the giving page. So if you click giving, it really just says, thanks so much. This is really what a generosity means to us and, and us as our culture um, when you give. And here's the ways you can give one, two, and three. And so it really just spells out the traditional way, the online way, the text giving way. And even with the text giving, there's a video. Since it's the newest thing, there's a quick little video that you can watch uh, that just really explains how easy it is. So um, so that is always there front and center. And so we'll try to cycle that through. And then the other ways that it's probably gotten main stage, you know, focus is a couple times in this last year, we've called people to give to a specific thing. There may be a local need that really rises up. Uh, like a specific designated need. Yes. And so that, so the cool thing is, is that we did some, we rolled it out, gosh, for a while, several months, just just generic and then we introduced the fact that you could you could associate it to a specific area you know so if you you know if you text you know your dollar amount and the word missions this money will go specifically to this gotcha. account and if you forgot to do that you know it it basically would go to our general you know account but um we wanted just to have that time to where we didn't confuse the message around like, well, if I give, is it always going to missions? Or if I give, is it always going to the general fund of Thompson Station Church? So we've had some fun around just a missions focus and a missions conference to say there's a local need right here, guys. And what would happen if everybody in the room gave $5 to this? Right. What would that look like? You know? And so I've got some, if I can pull this up, like we did that just as an example um, last fall. And just ask people to give a small amount, like five or ten dollars, you know, to what was going on. And just in that one Sunday, we did it across both campuses. We had 156 first-time givers. First-time you know, givers. First-time givers. Wow. You know, 
Um, and so that was just, they'd never given to the church at all before, but that was their first entry. And so again, it was something small, it was easy, you know? And so we, you know, we raised around like 40, almost $4,400 in one Sunday. And so for that specific cause, you know, um, we thought it was really successful, you know? And how, and how hard or easy is it to set up a keyword for that type of campaign? Super easy, super easy. So a couple, you know, of key people on staff, you know, were kind of set up the 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 desktop, I guess, tool version of this is very simple, real easy to use. Um, and so um, it, it was very simple. And, and what we love about Kindred is it's kind of dummy proof. And so like, let's say the keyword, let's say the keyword was missions, you know. And so you're telling people to say text to this number, you know, dollar amount missions. Well, it doesn't matter if you put missions dollar amount or dollar amount mm-hmm. missions or a dollar sign or not, like it's going to take it. And if you misspelled it, it will automatically generate back to you like, hey, I'm not sure what this meant. You know, can you confirm where you want this to go? You know, and so we'll give a clear direction of what to do. But the backwards pairing of that goes through either way. Nice. That's actually really good to hear. Um, yes, but we've been able to do that. That was one example we did last fall. And then this spring, we had another specific um, uh, collection that we had coming up for just some campus renovations and just some new things that need to be, um, like we called it, we were in this summer flex period. And so we were renovating a lot of our space that needed to happen. So we just wanted to call people to say, when you give to this, um, it's going to go specifically to these renovations to move some of our, we were moving some of our ministry teams around in new spaces. So they just kind of had to be re, you know, repurposed and remade for the the age that was going to be meeting in those spaces. And so always, you know, we left, you know, traditional online or traditional giving available. But right. as a part of that, we could also say, you can also text give. And we just gave that keyword, keyword, you know, text amount to flex, and it's going to go here. So we said that in communications and letters, we said that from the platform to say, you can give that way as well. And one thing that I went back and looked at is when kind of the, the giving period was over, right. um, I looked at the number, you know, still traditional gifts were the, were the, the highest amount sure, of the bulk, not yep. all around, but the high, highest amount of participation in the traditional gifts. Um, but text giving had surpassed online giving in this. And oh, so wow. the number of online givers was the smallest group and text givers had actually surpassed them in the amount of participation. So it was traditional gifts, then text giving, and then online giving just for that specific kind of, um, offering for that specific fund. So I thought that was interesting within less than a year, text giving had already surpassed that spe- that specific um, call. That's so interesting. I never would have guessed that. I never would have guessed that. Yeah. Yeah. And again, I just think it's because it's easy. Just may think and we're just telling you how. And so that's people, you know, following the directions of, of putting that keyword in there. Nice. Nice. Well, thank you for sharing all those insights and experience. Yeah. Um, are you ready for a lightning round of questions, Matt? Sure. So we've got the, a couple of three questions. One is, um, as a specialist creative arts pastor, um, you're in the thick of things. You're always um, you know, looking for inspiration. Is there any podcast, book, resource leader that you follow that you could share with our audience to help inspire them? Yeah. I mean, it's kind of a, a loaded question. I mean, I, I love... I love to read. I'm just not in the habit right now of, of actually finishing all the books that are on my my shelf. But <laughs> one of the books probably in the last season that really helps bring clarity um, is is a book that I love called Less Clutter, Less Noise by Kim Meyer. Uh, yes. Um, so it's just great for any person or any space that's kind of in that communications creative role at their church to really kind of help validate the cause of what you're trying to do. Yes. Because um, everybody's got 
the same goal, but sometimes just the methodology or just the way that you're trying to accomplish it may not be as successful as what you want it to be. So that's a great read. And then as far as just visually, I mean, I love just following other churches that are really just doing it well, you know, whether they're in your area or across the, the country, just via Instagram. Instagram is probably my favorite social media just because it's so visual. Um, and it's got photos and videos and now even stories a part of it. Yes. So you can just really kind of get a glimpse of what other churches are doing and how they're engaging their audience. So I think it's just you can just continually learn from and try to figure out, you know, how does that relate to you and your group and how can you relate to audience and just in your space and your region of how you can only do that, you know. So um, just following along there is probably a lot of fun, and I get a lot of great inspiration that way. Love that. Love that. Yeah, you never want to be an ostrich with your head in the sand, right? You always want to be looking no. at other things. And Instagram is a perfect resource for that. Yeah. Um, just knowing, if, does that belong for your group, or does it not? You know, is it yeah. relevant or is it not? Yeah. You know? Okay, second question is, dead or alive, if you could sit down and have lunch with anybody, who would that be? Wow, that is a tough one because um, I kind of want to pick somebody, like, at this far-off place so I could just travel to, like, this – you know, like castle in England and like hear, you know, like how the life was from somebody that's completely different, you know, than me. <laughs> um, man, that's tough. I may pick, um, gosh, I don't know if I could pick one person. I would pick maybe like some awesome movie director like J.J. Abrams or Peter Jackson, like ah. and go on locations with like one of their movies that they filmed. It just like – Good choice on hold and like you're involved you're living in a different country for like seasons and you're building this massive story that you want to be able to connect with audiences awesome. so i may pick one awesome. of those guys love that choice uh, yeah. last one is um if anyone listening in today wants to get in touch with you directly what's the best way to do that is that twitter snapchat email snail mail carrier pigeon how can yeah. they get in touch with you yeah, the best way probably for that is just my email address, which is mallen at tsclife.org. That's probably the fastest way to catch me. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for spending some time with us today. It really is um, a blessing for you to share your practical experience of walking through how you guys communicate and roll out text and online giving. Thank you so much for sharing with the community. Yeah, thanks, Kenny. Thanks for having me. Um, everybody, thank you so much for joining us for today's episode. Watch out for the next one. You're going to be pleasantly surprised about what we reveal in the next interview here on the Generosity Labs podcast. Get the, this interview, transcript, audio, and video downloads, and more at generositylabs.org or catch our, uh, and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Stitcher Radio. Thank you so much. My name is Kenny Jang, host of Generosity Labs podcast. Catch you next time here. Have a good day. Thank you for joining us on this week's episode. Don't forget to join us every week right here for the Generosity Labs podcast. In the meantime, visit www.generositylabs.org for more details and fantastic free resources for you and your church.